meeting is being recorded. This is Pilleter. Today is January 19th, 2023. I'm here with Cartrell Payne. And tonight we are interviewing, I believe, Ashley um, Delinger. Delaney. That's Delaney. okay. Ashley yeah. Delaney. Okay. Yeah. Cartrell, would you like to lead this? Uh, um, yeah, so like, well, let's start off like, um, what was, okay, what was your childhood like, like, you know, like, because you sound like an interesting person. Uh, okay, um, my childhood, what was my childhood like? Uh, let's sum it up. Um, not so good. Not so good. I traveled around a lot. My dad was a drunken trucker. So uh, we moved a lot. And, uh, you know, he wasn't a very nice guy. So it was, um, it was hell. I moved out at like 15. <laughs> wow, that must have been. This sounds like an interesting life. It always almost reminds me of Joey Diaz life story. Oh, I, I don't know who anybody is. So I'm really out of touch. Like, I, I'm a bit of a hick, so uh, <laughs> I, I don't know nothing about anybody, really. I, I keep it that way, though. I, I like to keep uh, to myself. <laughs> is, oh, yeah. is, is, sorry, so, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I know you You said you, you're from Newfoundland, Newfoundland, or however you pronounce that. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, new, Newfies just say Newfoundland, but yeah, I mean, some people say Newfoundland. It, it doesn't really matter which. Um, yeah, I was born in Newfoundland. I I uh, moved when I was a baby to Ontario for a while, and then we were out in BC for a while. I've lived in just about every single province except for um, New Brunswick and Prince Edward Island. But I've been to New Brunswick. I've been through it, stayed for like five weeks or something on the road with my dad. Um, so, yeah, so I visited it. But, um, uh, yeah, I've lived every other province in Canada. So, you know, usually I just kind of say I'm from Canada because, uh, you know, I barely stayed anywhere long enough to say I'm from here or from there. So, well, yeah, I mean, I noticed that like... Yeah, like your accent sounds like a mixture of different accents. It is. It is a mixture of different accents. My newfie only comes out when I'm around other newfies or I'm drinking or I'm angry. You know, then it comes out. <laughs> it's kind of like a newfie Lee Ermy, really, when I'm angry. <laughs> yeah, I know you're friends with my friend Mike Marinacci, who I've known for a long time. So what made you want a friend of my Facebook, you know, because he is an interesting person. Yeah, well, actually, it's so funny. I'm actually friends with David Cole, and I only really know Mike through through David Cole. Um, I, I've been friends with, with David Cole for years, and I just love that guy. And I guess, I don't know if Mike sent me a request or he or I sent him one. I have no idea. Um, and we just, yeah, I just started talking on Facebook. He's a, he's a funny guy, and uh, you know, I like funny people. <laughs> interesting people too are are always fun, and he's a he's a very smart, interesting, funny guy. I mean, yeah, you know, like oh yeah, like David Cole is an interesting guy, like a Republican Party animal. You know that was yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, you also said you were building aquariums, which is weird. You're like the second person this week I know who told me they were building an aquarium. Really? Well, it's it's built. I just, I don't know, my water got all crappy on me and I had to change it because uh, my poor fish are all friggin' I don't know what's going on. It's all cloudy. So I had to do a little bit of a water change today. I was like, before they, before they all die. And um, I, I, you know, I have a love for, for animals and plants and, and living things. I think it just kind of balances out that I'm also uh, a hunter, you know, and so I kill things from time to time. So I think it's my way of kind of giving that back. You know, I mean, I only do for food. I mean, this, this year I got my, my first dough and it's still in the freezer. I'm actually looking at the hide of it right now. I, skin it myself I butcher it myself I I tan the hide my friend wanted it so I'm I'm sending her this fucking thing eventually sorry I swear a lot that's a the trucker mouth coming out in me I hope this isn't a PG rated one (laughs) no you're fine Oh, I, good, met, good. I, I met David Cole in LA back in uh, 2019 at summer where I was at Robert Stark and uh, Matt, Matt P and he was a really nice guy. Um, I just, he was supposed to go to Emren of last year and it didn't happen. Um, and uh, yeah, I know he does his video series right now, but I haven't, I haven't been catching up with Cole. You know, if I'm in yeah. the area, I'll definitely visit him. He uh, he always gives me a really nice shout out on his little video casts. I'm like the loyal fan that watches every single one as soon as it comes out. I know he says he's got like nobody that watches it, but I'm always watching. So every once in a while, it gives me a really cool shout out, you know, and I'm like, thanks, guy, you know, and uh, yeah, um, I-, I love that man. We're 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 close. I've never been to L.A. and he's never been this way. So we haven't like hung out as, as much as we should you know but um i'm hoping one day one of us is stubborn enough to actually leave our fucking houses and and uh and go make that happen because um i feel like it would just be really really funny to see me in la it would just be fucking hilarious because i am so not a not a city person <laughs> like LA taking a, a red yeah la is a pretty crazy place I, I spent a summer there and it's a different part of the america which feels it's kind of spread out but it's also very very sunny and very much in its own fantasy world yeah some really beautiful uh coastlines like i, yeah. I like i said i've never been there but some of those coastlines god damn they're gorgeous yeah, i come from the other ocean so it's yeah uh, but the only the only downside is that the water is surprisingly cold <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Ours is too. Atlantic. I mean, hell, we sunk the Titanic, right? So yeah, we're we're pretty we're pretty you don't jump in the ocean unless you fucking have to, really. It's too fucking cold. Yeah, you know, I mean it's not like Hawaii where the water is warm and tropical. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't even think I can handle that. I'm I'm such a northern gal. I, I don't I think I would die in that kind of heat though. I mean as beautiful as it is, my plants would love it, but I think that would fucking kill me. That would do me in. I get heat stroke even here and I'm in like northern Alberta buried in snow right now and and uh I love it. I absolutely love the snow. I'd put my fucking bathtub outside if I could in minus thirty, no problem. Love it. Love it. Whoa, I hate the cold. <laughs> Most people do. I'm a bit of a nut job that way. Yeah, you know, I, I would want to live in Australia one day, like live in a desert or something. 
Right. See, yeah, I think I'd roast. I'd roast it out there. That would uh, that would kill me. I uh, oh. I need the cold, man. <laughs> Plus, less poisonous things running around in the cold weather. They can't take it, so it's good. I don't have to worry about black widow spiders or fuck all, which is nice because, um, yeah, that would suck, right? Oh uh, yeah, you must be a ginger because you know they say gingers like have real light skin they burn easily i do well i'm irish right so yeah um i i you know i don't really know i see you know david cole calls me a ginger i don't see it i see like mousy brown hair but he swears up and down i'm a ginger so i guess maybe i am but like a very muddy ginger (laughs) if that makes any sense because it's not like bright red by no means to me it looks brown but i guess uh Maybe in the right light. I have no fucking idea. Oh, yeah. You said you left home when you were 15. How did you survive by yourself? Um, well, I, I dropped out of school and got a job. <laughs> and you know what? I have two really amazing brothers that pretty much raised me, you know, um, especially my eldest brother. My eldest brother grew up real fast and uh, looked after us. And um, so... By the time I was about 14, 13 or 14, uh, I moved in with my brother for a while. My oldest brother, who was on his own, had a couple of kids. Well, had a kid and a kid on the way, um, but he was like 19, 20, right? So um, anyways, I lived with him for a bit, but with him having a family of his own and, and things, the last thing he needed was to support a brother and a sister, right? So me and my other brother basically moved out. Um, moved in with some relatives for a while. And then by about, yeah, 15, 16, I was on my own. And uh, I went back to Ontario. I was living in Newfoundland at the time. And um, I moved back to Ontario and stayed in school for a couple of weeks. I had a part-time job, but my rent was too high. So I quit school and uh, just started working full-time. And um got a better place a little cheaper place down the road you know just did just did what any adult would do I guess really I just did it a little quicker uh it's interesting you know like most 15 year olds couldn't handle that no no I, yeah I I agree it's a different generation really I um I, I don't know how these kids freaking manage to not drink the bleach you know but uh I have a 22 year old who's very, like, very much like me, but doesn't have the same, um, like, not at all wasn't raised the same, right? So I think it kind of depends because you can, you can still raise them without all the trauma and shit, and they'd still grow up to be normal kids. Because mine's 22, he's got a job, he uh, he works at the docks. I'm always making fun of him and singing and singing. Um, Bon Jovi and shit to him, right? You know, DJ used to work at the docks, you know, because, yeah. So, um, so I think it depends on the 22 year old or the 20 year olds, right? Like he, he does all right, but I, I also know ones that are a total fucking mess at 20 at something, 30 something, 30 something. I know 30 year olds and 40 year olds that still live with mom. Yeah, but you know, sometimes they're broke, you know, like. Like it's hard to save up money in a house, especially in a desirable area. Like it is. Like if you're thinking about living in a nice area, like let's say you want to live in Hawaii or Australia, like 
you you have to be rich. You just can't be a regular person and buy a house in Hawaii, man. Like, right? Yeah, it's almost impossible. It's not yeah completely impossible, but it almost is. Like yeah, it is. It's 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 so much harder than even like our parents had it. I mean, shit. My dad couldn't hold a job and was drunk all the fucking time, and he managed to buy a house. But I can't get a fucking mortgage to save my life. <laughs> you know. So I mean, it really is just a different fucking world that way, and. uh yeah, it really, I mean, even where I live, I remember one time when I first moved here to Alberta, and I uh, hadn't been here since I was a kid, you know, and I'm in kind of oil country, and it was kind of booming then, too. There was still oil, you know, or whatever. There's still oil now, but they don't let us do it, you know, so whatever. Anyways, um, it was, like, super expensive, and I couldn't figure out. I was like, holy fuck, for a little tiny one-bedroom, it was, like, 1200 plus. And I was like, okay, this is so weird, man. How come in like bigger cities, I can find a cheaper place in Toronto, you know, what the hell? And uh, I remember Googling it one time and seeing that like the same for the same price of what my shitty fucking moldy apartment was in Alberta, it, I could get like a little, uh, like a little pool house in fucking Beverly Hills for the same fucking price. So, you know, sometimes... I don't know. This province is kind of bass backwards that way. I, I don't know. It's uh it's very strange. Like there's really nothing here but the oil and they like I said, they've closed most of that industry to everybody. So uh there I don't know. The the prices are still just as high though. I mean in my little hamlet, which is just a hamlet, I'd say maybe there's like five hundred people here at best. Um, you know, houses are still going for like half a million dollars. And there's nothing here, like nothing. We have a general store and a liquor store and an abandoned hotel. That's it. <laughs> wow, that sounds desolate. Anyway, um, oh, you said you're friends with David Cole. Like, what's your politics? Are you libertarian or right-leaning? Fuck, I, I think I'm, I'm like none of the above. I don't know. I don't know what I am. I... I tend to have some conservative view views, but I have some leftist. I'm, you know what? I'm Canadian, so I'm like an anti-monarchist, if that makes any sense, an anti-royalist. You know, I, you know, I fucking want the crown out of Canada. You know, I'll settle for just Newfoundland if if possible, and just go back. But uh, um, a, a crown-free Newfoundland would be great. So I don't know, or Canada, I mean, would be would be great. Um, I, I don't. I don't know what that makes me really. And as I don't, I don't know politics, I kind of stay away from. I don't think there's a perfect system or a perfect view. I think you kind of need to amalgamate a bunch of them together to really get. I don't know. Is a utopia too much to ask for? I have no fucking idea. But I think the only way we can achieve any of that is, to, you know, we can't be rigid. We have to kind of be able to ebb and flow with whatever's going on and whatever people's needs are, you know, there's, see, there's a little bit of socialist in me too there. So I, I, I don't know. I would say just a combination of a little bit of everything. I mean, yeah, like, I guess I could see, you know, the monarchy isn't really doing anything for Canada. Heck, they're not even doing anything for England to like. Just cost us fucking money, dude. That's all they're good for. Just to fucking cost us money. I mean, yeah, because it's like, I understand if it was like the 1700s and the king still had right? power. The king, yeah. the king had, he doesn't have any power. 
Like, yeah, it's like obsolete, on. man. You know, I mean, peasants, the peasants can read now. We don't really need them, <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, it's just a waste of time in modern day times. Like in 2023, nobody needs the king. Right? Yeah. No, I'm with you, bud. It's it's a uh, total bullshit, you know? Half of them are fucking pedophiles anyway. So what are we doing yeah, here? Where they're inbred, where they're inbred, like you know, like if you read a history book, you'll find out that most of these royal houses in Europe, yeah. like they mm-hmm. fuck each other, so they're basically and inbred. The exactly, exactly. That's exactly what they are. And Prince Andrew is not the only one that's been busted with something. Remember, the King Charles was actually real close friends with Jimmy Savile, and Jimmy Savile was a prolific fucking pedophile you know anyone anyone who doesn't know him or whatever go ahead google him i mean he's got i think like 500 victims or something like it's he he was bad he was bad and they were good buddies man real good buddies so i highly doubt that andrew is the only one in that family to fuck around with someone they shouldn't I mean, yeah, like, and what makes the royals so different from regular people? It's like King Charles probably gets up, yeah, takes a dump, and he probably gets diarrhea from eating Taco Bell just like everybody else. You know what? I fucking just watched something, actually. It was pretty funny. I mean, I don't know how true it is. I'm sure, actually, I'm pretty sure it is true. But um, that that man, he don't even put his own socks on and he needs like the the butlers put an inch of toothpaste on his toothbrush for him in the morning. Like he really literally is quite fucking useless. You know, I mean, he can't dress himself. He can't brush his own fucking teeth. You know, Uh, yeah, I heard another story. He freaked out about cling wrap, you know, because he didn't know what it was and it was over his food or something and he lost his shit. You know, he's. He's a fucking weird guy, dude, and, and kind of useless. Not kind of useless. He's fucking useless. Let's just put it that way. Useless. As useless as a fucking tit on your elbow, you know? Yeah, he's like a baby almost, like a toddler. Yeah, yeah. We want him yeah, telling anybody to... what to do. Let's not Let's forget be... he also wanted to be a tampon, you know? He wanted to be a tampon. And he was all for coffee enemas cure cancer. So we're not exactly dealing with the brightest bunch either, you know. That's the problem I have. That's one of the criticisms I have with monarchy and aristocracy and rich families is that, okay, the first generation might do well, but the second and third and fourth, it kind of degenerates over time. Right? A bunch of fucking Yeah, that's the fucking inbreeding, man. The inbreeding just rots your fucking brain out, you know? You gotta stop that shit. But, you know, someone tell them that. Yeah, and it's like, it's not like he's ever struggled for anything. The guy is, he's literally a blue blood. Like, he has noble blood. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, so, I, I, yeah, I, um... I fucking can't stand them. I would like them to fuck out of Canada. <laughs> you know, was the only one that fucking I got. I got so drunk and dancey and stuff at the, the well, watching the Queen's funeral and shit. And especially Philip just went, and then her. I was like, fucking rights. We're they're they're dropping like flies. 
Yes, you know, I fucking celebrated, man. I celebrated. Good riddance. I mean, yeah. Like, you guys have Tim Hortons in Canada. Like, I'm not sure what the fast food situation is. RVs. Oh, we got, yeah, well, yeah, we got, you know what's really good, actually? Tim Hortons, I can't fucking stand. It's awful coffee and it gives me diarrhea. So I, uh, I don't touch the shit. It's just terrible. Um, so I guess Tim Hortons is kind of like the Taco Bell of Canada. It oh yeah, absolutely, dude. I mean, I mean, I can't even. We just with it's less than five minutes, and I need a fucking bathroom, you know. So I don't know what the fuck they do to that coffee, but I can't drink it. And uh, yeah, Arby's, Arby's is gross. I, I'm I a cook a Har- for, Har- for a living. I H O R V E S. There's RVs and Harvey's. Harvey's, yeah. Harvey's, I was gonna say, is really good. I um yeah, they're you they're hard to find here in Alberta. I haven't found one in like years. I haven't been to a Harvey's. But Harvey's is actually pretty damn good. I liked them. They have good burgers, man. Harvey's ain't bad. But the other two, Arby's and fucking and Timmy's, mm-mm. That's just terrible. If you want to fucking give yourself the shits for three days straight, go ahead, enjoy. But no, thank yeah. you. <laughs> a joke a comedian made, like, I forgot what his name was, but he's on YouTube. He made a, a joke about how unhealthy Burger King food is. He's like, man, Burger King is trying to give people dysentery. Yeah, right? Yeah. You know, I, I I have this little theory of mine or whatever, because I'm a big, I, I, I love military shit. And um, anyway, I have this theory that like, it was dysentery that lost quite a few wars, you know, World War Two started to go downhill when Hitler got dysentery, you know, fucking Napoleon and Waterloo dysentery. That was dysentery too, you know. So like all the great conquerors all got taken out from fucking dysentery and diarrhea, really. And, you know, which goes, which really has to say when, it, when they say an army marches on its stomach, they're not fucking lying, you know? Yeah. I don't, yeah. That's what, yeah. I learned some of that from watching horrible histories. Like, mm-hmm. a- yeah. Oh, oh, you're aware of that show? I don't know if they show it in Canada. No, I don't think I've watched that. But, you know, I, I love, I absolutely love fucking history. And that's how I got into, like, David Cole or, like, got introduced to David Cole. I started reading David Irving's books on World War II and stuff because, uh, you know, I know it's not politically correct and blah, blah, blah. But I fucking love Erwin Rommel. I do. I, I, I just love that man, you know. Uh, he was a great fucking great field marshal just and an incredible fucking strategic guy like I, I just love him you know so I, I started with that because I was a famous book he wrote was the trail of the fox and shit and and like I said it got me into Rommel and then I just kept reading more and more of his books and, and um and then found David Cole when it came to, actually, I think it was something with Irving or something. And I think it was David Cole came to his, uh, somewhere along the lines, both of their paths crossed and there was Ernst and Dell and all those guys. And I just, I, 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 I ended up just flocking to the whole clan of them, you know, and uh, in, in, not because I have a fucking view one way or the other. I really don't. I wasn't fucking there. So I have no idea what the numbers are. How the fuck would I know? You know, um, but um, but just to get uh, like 
a, a little bit more detailed history than what the history channel offered right you know and um and that's how that all fucking started and then i saw david cole and then um once he was outed again i you know we found each other online and it's been a love story ever since really we have a platonic love story i love the shit out of him i have a care pack. i'm staring at it right now actually i have a care package for dave that i've been eventually gonna fucking send eventually but i am the laziest fucking person when it comes to that shit so there's like all these canadian goods that i have for for like dave i've got some and i've got i knit some shit i thought maybe if i learned how to knit i would smoke a lot less but it didn't work i still smoke like crazy and in fact the knitting just pisses me the fuck off but anyways um I uh, got some knitted slippers and shit for him, you know, and, and some toques and whatever else is in there. I think I got some ketchup chips and some maple syrup, of course, classic, you know, Canada shit, as you would, you know. What about some poutine like this classic? You know, if I could fucking send him a poutine, I fucking would, you know, but like one of mine, you know, I'm a cook for a living, too. I, I'm a I'm a cook at a at a casino at a. A native casino and um love my job i love to cook i i'm very good at it you know it's the one thing i'm actually fairly fucking good at my brothers inherited all the talent one's an artist and one is like the most amazing builder on the fucking planet so um so i felt like i got shafted in the talent department right and uh that was it that was that was the one i got i got how to cook <laughs> you know and um it's all right it's a it's a great fucking talent and um i my my job's great i work with fucking hilarious people as most most cooks are very fucking crass and we're very saucy and we're very temperamental and all that shit absolutely i don't think a ticket is ever rung in and i'm just not like fuck off and and but i do it and i love it you know but i still curse <laughs> Fortunately, America has disco fries, which is basically American fries with gravy and cheese. It's nothing like the Canadian oh. variant. Unfortunately, well, like what is it? Just shredded cheese? Like it's cheese whiz fries? and gravy on top of oh. American fries. Yeah, and yeah, in disco fries. Yeah, in Memphis oh they got like a barbecue spaghetti. Yeah, barbecue spaghetti. Oh, oh my god. What do you people eat? <laughs> I yeah, thought I ate just... fucking gross shit, but Jesus Christ, no, that's not even right. to get more crazy. I mean, we eat all types of weird stuff in America. Like we uh, we also take deep fried bacon and put it around Oreos and eat it. That's weird, but at the same time, at least that's something I can understand. See, here's the thing: I'm a fucking major cheese lover. You know, like I'm a fucking connoisseur. You know, I take that shit seriously. And I'm always giving my husband shit for this. I'm like this plastic cheese shit because he loves the cheese slices and the fucking cheese whiz. And like, I'm just disgusted. I'm like, all right, if I had nothing and I was like, you know, withdrawing from fucking cheddar or something, maybe. But I'm not eating that shit, you know. And yeah, I see. Oh, that's the most disgusting fucking thing. Like, at the very least, I can understand if you guys shred real cheese on there. That would make sense. You know, fuck me. That's disgusting. <laughs> and that's saying something. I eat really disgusting shit. I eat hearts and livers and kidneys and 
you know, no problem. Tongues. I eat tongues. Would you, ever eat would you ever eat flamingo meat? I know some people eat flamingos. No, no, I have not. Um, I, you know what I did? I did work for a guy, uh, this, this German Swiss guy, Werner. Right. And before I got there, though, I was one of his farm hands. Right. And I helped him along. But at this point, he didn't have any livestock. But before he was a dairy farmer and then after he was an ostrich farmer and he had ostrich. But this was, like I said, before my time as one of his farm hands. And um, yeah, uh, I wouldn't want anything to do with those big ass fucking birds. Uh, but the eggs, I remember because I would see them in the in the barn and he still had the the incubators for the eggs and like the size of these fucking like i guess i don't know baskets that they'd hold into or whatever i mean because the eggs weren't there he no longer had ostriches but um but they were like huge they were the size of like i don't know a fucking small teapot or something like they're massive i was like what the fuck is that werner and he's like oh that's that's for the ostriches that's where i would incubate the eggs and i'm like the fuck kind of size of fucking egg is that, dude? That's not natural, <laughs> you know? Shit. I'm glad I missed that part because I don't really like birds. I actually have a fucking vendetta against birds. They started a war with me, and I've been finishing the war ever since. And um, I won't go into detail on that. I don't want to piss off any of your people or whatever because yeah they probably won't like those stories much but yeah let's just say i'm winning the war we'll just say you know but they yeah, started it and i finished it like because they're a formidable foe like the australians found out yeah yeah that would terrify me that would fucking terrify me dude i you know they just all of a sudden it was like in my 20s they, they just birds would attack me for no fucking reason. I don't know why. I have no fucking idea to this day why. But they would just swoop at me and fucking attack. And not just like one bird, but like a bunch. I don't know what their fucking problem is. And, you Are know, you like any birds? What about penguins? No, I, I don't really think I, I don't like any of them, really. I like chicken and ducks and shit, but only when they're in my fucking oven, you know? Wow. I fucking love them when my when they're in my oven. They're delicious, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. And I, you know what? I, fine. I am gonna fucking upset your audience. They have made me such a good fucking shot, dude. Such a good shot because you know to peg off a fucking bird. <laughs> you know, it's, it's uh yeah. They're a little quicker than the average human and shit. I am not too worried about anything else large that I would ever have to shoot. I am a Marks woman, I guess. And uh, thank you, birds, because it was birds that kind of taught me how to shoot like that. No problem. We're... Sorry, audience, or sorry, people that like birds. But you know what? Like I said, they fucking started it. We are at the end of the podcast. Ashley, is there any links or doing any future projects, which you're going to do or up and coming or just on Dave Cole's chat? I I don't I don't really I don't do any of this stuff. This is like even my first time doing this, and it took me forever to fucking figure out how to do it. So I, I have nothing going on, dude. Uh, not a fucking thing. This was so much fun, though. I'd I'd like love to come back. <laughs> um, well, we just only scratched the surface about Canadian culture for sure. I mean, there's a lot of variance in ways. 
I can say that. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, I'm up for anything, dude. Anything at all. This was a blast. I um, grabbed some wine, started smoking a dube. I'm good to go. This is this has been fun, you know, while I stare at my deer carcass hide thing on the floor. Anyway, um, yeah, so... Uh, but no, I don't have fuck all going on. I um, I might eventually, because cause upon friend's request, due to my filthy mouth and my knitting fucking hobby, uh, they want me to start knitting videos where you, I just cuss like a sailor at shitty knitting projects that I never fucking finish. Um, but again, I haven't even started that yet because I haven't even figured out how the fuck am I supposed to knit and hold my phone all at the same fucking time. I got pissed off just trying to figure it out, let alone do it. So, yeah, I'm a volatile human. What can I say? <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by YouTube.com slash and com.